0: Welcome back to the Parkish Podcast. Ooh. <laughs> Wait, why are you laughing? <laughs> <know. Frusted. laughs> anyway, we have our second female guest of the Parkish Podcast. Nigel, uh, <laughs> you're very def-
1: proud that we're having like female guests. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. No, because it's one of the things that that, that was given to us, one of the feedbacks so was like, why why are we not having any female guests? So we have our second female guest, uh, Lynette Lina Ying. She's a Marine but ex, you know marine ecologist extraordinaire who works in yeah, extraordinaire rubbish yeah, yeah. <laughs> I added that. Normal normal <laughs> and, and she works at a university in Singapore which studies marine sciences. You mm. welcome, welcome. Oh yeah, and I forgot to introduce my yep. co-host uh YG. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. Just, yeah, just some random random dude who's here to <laughs> interview Lynette as well. Um thank you for um, taking your time today On a no, no. Thursday afternoon yep. Sure Right off the bat right Can you treat us like idiots And tell us what is
1: marine <laughs> ecology <laughs> Yeah so, we, we googled and we, and we still yeah. didn't really so, understand <laughs> <laughs> We
2: tried uh, Okay lah So just now I think you asked me What's the difference between marine biologists And marine ecologists Yeah. I think they're both actually very broad terms but they are but both of them differ in a way that marine biology or marine biologists look more on the biological aspects okay, which we also can do for sure, but like I would consider myself more an ecologist because I look more at the habitats um. and like basically how they how they live okay and and it can go down to like what they eat, what kind of shelter they're used to. What they prefer what kind of um yeah so it's mostly more about their environment rather than mm. the mm. actual animal itself which would right. be more like marine biology yeah.
0: so it's, it's mm. wait but then do you still need to know about the animal itself
2: yeah of course oh, So okay, it de- hey, mm, right, right. So it, okay so it depends like there are a few of us that work on Specific habitats. Oh. There are some of us that choose to focus on um, specific animals. So, uh, so for example, what I'm working on, I'm working on a very specific habitat called like the seawall, oh. which is known as the also I think most Singaporeans know it as breakwaters. Right, swear. right. Don't know what yeah. the
0: fuck is that. You know,
2: <laughs> you don't, it's like you know you know when you go when you are a teenager and then you go to the beach and then you want to go on a date and then but you, then you want to sit to on, on the breakwater.
0: On. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's the thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. So. Okay, okay,
2: so most Singaporeans only know of that that yeah. that, that little small piece of concrete yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. that is connected to the beach. So there is a the breakwater, right? But um, in reality, most of our entire coast is made about like sixty percent of seawalls. so that breakwater is actually a small part of it but i think so if like you go to the beach or you're jogging yeah and you find yourself very near the water but it's fenced up right like you obviously cannot go into the water like what you're standing on already is a seawall so it's like a concrete barrier right protecting our coast from the ocean
3: okay so waves and
2: stuff yeah so where like people like to go and fish Mm -hmm. they always stand like at the at the fence or at yep. the railings, yeah. That itself is a seawall. Right. So I work on how to make that habitat better for our wildlife.
1: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but is is that a big part of like wildlife? Like, I never thought that that would be considered a habitat for for yeah, marine so animals. It's
2: definitely a very new habitat. Oh, right. It's a it's an urban it's an urban habitat law. Um,
3: yeah.
2: Because so a, a more traditional one would be looking at coral reefs. Mm.
3: Yeah.
2: So so people that work on coral reefs, of course they work on the corals themselves. But the entire aspect of the coral reef is a habitat itself. Right. So
1: when
2: people work to to mm, like when they come up with ideas to try to make the reef better or how to get more corals to be on the reef Mm. then they are looking at you can look at like temperature salinity you can even look at (laughs) so i'm just showing all these parameters out but basically what like an ecologist would need to know all these small things to fit together to create like a bigger picture and like a biologist would look at the corals themselves and how they would survive in such
0: Okay, okay, okay. so you have to also work with them, lah.
2: So 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 it's quite. It's not so much like biologists work with ecologists. It's more like we can be either or, (laughs) depending on what we're working on. Yeah, yeah. Understand. Yeah. So for like seawall, is a new. It's a new. It's definitely a very very new uh. Topic.
3: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: Or discipline, even not just in Singapore itself. So like Hong Kong, Australia. Mm is maybe within the last 10 to 15 years that people have been because all of us have been also not all of us but like all these countries have also been developing right Mm -hmm. and we've been reclaiming a lot of land we're not the only ones that reclaim land yeah -hmm. so when you reclaim land you need to you need to okay so the seawall is actually a very good uh it's a very good engineering tool okay Mm So because when you Reclaim land Then when you put up The seawall right It protects the Our Our beach from erosion Or our coastline Just generally Our coastline Especially if we're Going to reclaim So much land right And then build houses On top of it Mm -hmm. You don't want The foundation The structure to be Shaky Eroding back Yeah slowly Eroding back into the sea So you build all these seawalls Right But I think Nobody ever Thought that Building the seawalls Would be quite detrimental To our marine life, yeah. I guess also maybe back in the day, it wasn't that important.
3: Yeah. Mm.
2: Because um, what you have to realise is, when we are reclaiming land, we were taking away all the very shallow areas, right. Mm-hmm. right away to push our land further. But these shallow areas are actually one of the most it, um, productive, mm-hmm. uh, productive ecosystem in the ocean, because mm-hmm. you right. get a lot of light, you get a lot of you get a lot of ac- um, wave action. You get a lot of uh, food. Mm-hmm. So when we are taking away all these habitats that the corals were already on, right? You are basically taking away that habitat. We are basically we were basically killing all of them, like as we were reclaiming yeah. land. Right. But we didn't really think about that. Mm. Right when we were when we started to reclaim land, because our our main goal is always to increase. GDP increase right. uh, Urbanisation
3: right.
2: mm-hmm. So then now That we have to What's the word for it Like in retrospect yeah. Then you realise Oh even though It's very very good structure It, it really really Helps Engineering wise yeah. Then we forget that Ecologically Our the ecosystem problem. is dying yeah, Because yeah. of all these things And the way that All these sea walls Are also built Is that It's because they're so the way that all these walls are built is all concrete or granite oh. or limestone. And mm-hmm. these materials also, while wow, very good for being very sturdy. Yeah. And very hardy, right? They are also very slippery and not a lot of things can grow on them. You hardly right. see algae. Maybe like, maybe some type of algae or like yeah. a very specific type, but not, you don't see a lot of life.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And... What our animals actually really, really love is hiding. They like shelter. So they mm. like spaces that they can like fit themselves into.
1: Like like nooks and crannies. And, like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Which
2: is something that most of our seawall is lacking. Right. So even mm. if you go on the breakwater, right, it's all just big boulders yep. that are like mm. cemented together, you know. So then there is actually nowhere for them to even hide or like attach themselves on. Hmm. What kind and of
0: animals are you talking about? Like, like crabs?
2: So, crabs, snails, oh,
0: okay,
2: okay. anything, sometimes you want, we can even talk about like fish Oh so fish when like also the type, like to hide when, Yeah they do, so you oh. definitely can find them more in crevices also eh, than like, um, I wouldn't say than out in the open because obviously you also have the schooling kind of fish but you also yeah. have fish that are more cryptic ah, like they will rather be hiding <laughs>
3: Right, right.
4: So it's
2: it's also for protection, right? You also don't want to be <laughs> just the open, and if yeah. you're sleeping, then you're more susceptible to predators going to eat you. Mm-hmm. So shelter is a very important aspect of of self protection. Right. And so
1: that is like something that we don't have. basically, when we are when a seawall is built, mm-hmm. we are taking away taking away the natural habitat of these marine creatures. And yeah. which were I think previously like the shallow waters that you mentioned.
2: Yeah, so it's mostly coral reefs.
1: Right, right. Mm.
2: So the one thing also that people don't know is, um, okay, first, first of all, we also don't rain. Like as a normal Singaporean not working mm. on marine animals, right? You wouldn't think that there's anything yeah. in our waters. Like oh yeah, maybe we got fish, maybe we've got, but you wouldn't understand the extent of how vibrant it is mm-hmm. like if i were to say like oh actually if our waters were very clear i would compare it to like thailand or something <laughs> like you would be like <laughs> fuck lah, no lah. <laughs> right but oh,
0: but it's really uh, really like. but
2: okay like, so i wouldn't say it to that extent okay, but okay. in actual fact yes we have a lot of um we have a lot of life we have a lot of corals still oh. around and the reason why it wouldn't be that extensive like thailand is because of all the reclamation that we've done
3: Mm. If farmland, we didn't,
2: yeah, if we didn't, then yeah, we would have like a lot, a lot, a lot of corals and a lot of fishes and a lot of everything else uh, and it'll be colourful and the water wouldn't mm. be so not our water is not dirty, it's just cloudy? very cloudy, yeah. <laughs> okay. Because of the sand that is used to reclaim our land.
0: Oh. Mm. Okay. Okay. Before we go right into that, right? Um before yeah. we delve deeper into what our, our diversity and all that, all that shit about our marine life, right? Yeah. we want to find out more about you and how you develop your own interests. So why why do you hmm. even think about studying um, zoology? In you know, be- okay, even before that, when was the first time in your childhood that you realized, oh, I wanted to study marine life?
2: So, <sighs> I think I also struggled with that because when I decided that oh, I want to do zoology in university right yeah. i was already quite old definitely like after poly when mm. i was just sort of looking for for subjects to do in university and trying mm. to like what should i do i don't want to do business and <laughs> and i don't want to do tourism which was what i did in poly. so i had to really think really hard lah. but i think the one thing that has always stuck with me even though i didn't know from an early age, I wanted to do, like marine animals, right, yeah. is that I have always been, quite used to nature anyway, like mm. when I was growing up, my parents would, every Sunday, with their friends, right, they will go to, like any, any of the reservoirs, or any of the trails, Whoa. so, so just, even though I, hated it at that time, right, It I was just like, oh my god, it's so hot, like, I'm so tired, I don't want <laughs> to go back, <laughs> but like, I think that itself, already made me, like, it like made me curious or very comfortable with wildlife.
3: Yeah,
2: I wouldn't say all animals because insects are like, <laughs> like I'm not. <laughs> oh, a
3: not, fan. not, know, not all I'm, animal life <laughs> count Not, la. All, not all, all,
2: all life matter. Just the just the <laughs> cute <it>. ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no love, but this is just more like a fear, yeah. right? But yeah, yeah. I I think j- like always just f- fascinated even by like reptiles, so like lizards and stuff. Or like growing up, I would like try to catch frogs hmm. Or like try to catch spiders Just in, I th- And it's always like looking at them Rather than like um, Catch and release, catch and release yeah, Like yeah. I would purposely go and find them <laughs> To catch mm. them oh. uh, Marine bi- or oh, Marine biology or zoology Was a very I don't know if I want to very say like. So it started out because or? No, it started out because Um I wanted to be a dolphin trainer. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, That was, the <laughs> and this was when I was quite still, quite young and naive. And like, <laughs> like, I went to Australia, and then you know you have like your, what's that?
0: The, the SeaWorld, uh, water sea park, like. yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. The SeaWorld, right? And I could just see like, before the dolphin show started, and all these like trainers were talking to the dolphins, like, and it was just the most like, yeah. I want, I want to say comical, but also at the same time, like. So it's such a human need, you know, to yeah, want to mm. be able to interact with your with yes, your animals and stuff yeah. like that And I just thought like that kind of connection is wow like super amazing. Mm. But then of course after that like just slowly reading out about things and then realizing that um with like you know the whale wars yeah, yeah. with the sea shepherds and then with the, the black cove. fish and then yeah the cove and then that also brought in another aspect of like, okay, actually, like I do want to save, or mm. I want to in in that idealistic world that I was in, right? It's like, oh, I want to mm-hmm. save all these animals. Like, oh, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna be a part of all these um, organizations that do all these things because such a bigger purpose, blah, blah blah.
3: Yeah.
2: And then so I actually went to figure out like what I would what qualifications I would I would need mm. to be able to go into. A, to such a field uh, Yeah. And then I uh, actually so uh, a lot of them said like uh, a passion science, marine science, mm. or wildlife management. And then and it's actually my I my like the driving factor has changed from wanting to save all these animals mm-hmm. to now just mm-hmm. knowing um just realizing that actually research is, is more a passion la than okay, like wanting to find out about all these animals rather than wanting to save all these animals, and then okay. being able to do that as like a secondary um goal. Oh, yeah.
0: So your your goals sort of change, sort of shifted. The la, yeah, her. yeah. But then it's but would you say like research still would still eventually help these these animals? No, yeah. You so of course so lah.
2: So um. When when I went into uni, right, and then... Because I honestly didn't know what <laughs> the course would entail or how much being a, I don't know, a zoologist would, would entail, right? And mm-hmm. actually, a lot of it is more research than anything. Yeah, right. A- and so, like, learning that during during my course was was a bit of an eye-opener la, because it was like, oh, okay, it's not so much, like management or 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 I'm not I'm I'm not sure what I thought it really was but like going through the steps of like okay like you need to just have like a very good research foundation first before you can really branch out into whatever you want to do and like knowing that and actually really enjoying the research process because I think if I didn't enjoy the research process and I still wanted to save the animals right then yeah it would be a bit of a harder harder leap yeah, yep. you know like there are I guess also in terms of like what maybe finding work or right. actually doing the work to save the animals would be much would be not enjoyable also like, yeah. because if I didn't enjoy the research then I wouldn't be able to mm. to do that but research itself is a very big foundation of wanting to do
0: so that's your your biggest takeaway from studying it, at, at in yeah. New Zealand mm. that For research sure. actually forms the base of everything lah.
2: Exactly. Mm. Like, of course, I'm. I'm, and I'm not um discounting people who are advocates and don't have a research yeah background. Mm-hmm. Because you still can do a lot of things to to push
0: to conserve. And to co- to, yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. So, uh, like public awareness outreach, yeah. like all those kind of things, you don't really need a a research background. Mm-hmm. But for me, when I realized that like I actually really love doing research and then being able to put that into my work later on right it was yeah. a lot easier to go with that like a lot easier to enjoy the work oh. so for example my first job when I came in here was to work on giant clams hmm. and the main goal at the end of it the main goal was to conserve all these giant clams to right. to breed them and then put them back in our, in our oceans you're sort of rehousing them. them is it? Yeah, or like repopulating them Oh, okay Yeah, because we used to have them Then now we maybe only have like a few Like two or three so Yeah, so our goal was to Repopulate it by By growing our own giant clams And oh. then putting them out But to do that, right If without any research background It would have been very hard to even Breed our own clams oh, yeah. mm. And even if we had clams To put them back on the ocean, right if we had no, if we didn't do any research, then there is a like a 90, 95% chance that it would have failed completely.
3: Right, right.
2: So we had to do a lot of trial and error and testing and res- actual like research before we could be like, yeah, our waters are fine for these clams that we have now okay. bred to mm. suit, you know, to suit the, the environment. Environment, yeah. yeah.
0: Wait, so why, why giant clams are? Uh?
2: Yeah. I, I oh this one, it's not <laughs> oh, okay. Giant Clams was um is be- is my mentors project like, oh, like okay. honors and PhD. So I was just there yeah. to help her. Yeah. Could
1: could you also like describe what that how would a project and a research project on rehousing like giant clams, how does how does that even happen and what is kind of like the process from the beginning to end? Like mm-hmm. what kind of research do you do? What kind of um repopulating do you do and what do you mean by those what's the step by step process
2: yeah 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 so I cannot really tell you how the like the idea conceptualized Mm -hmm. because it was not my idea right but I can sort of give you a gauge because most of most projects are I guess conceptualized in that sense uh. Mm -hmm. so it's either you are very like lucky in Taiko right and then you go to your supervisor and they already have like a project a topic for you like they okay. like so all these supervisors all these professors they have like a they basically have a list of things that they want to do but they mm. cannot do it oh. so when students come in approach then they're like okay why don't you just take that but for the professor to even like come up with such a topic right mm. so it will have to be in a lot of it and it's like a very fundamental thing in or rather a very fundamental question or not a question mm. a very fundamental trait uh, in in research, any kind of research is yeah. curiosity law. So yeah. you can be just curious about, as long as you continue to have the curiosity for, it can be anything, right? You can just choose, okay, I want to work on snails. What do I know about snails? And then you go and do your research, like you go read papers, you go and figure out what has already been done. Right. And then you can even start to question certain findings. Mm. You can be like, really man, is this really what? So you can either mm. try to duplicate the same kind of study yeah. Or if you pick out flaws or you pick out you're like, No, I don't think that the snail reacted this way because of what they said. It could be another factor and then I'm going to look at this other factor.
3: Oh. And then you can
2: like start from start your topic from there. Yeah. So it it comes a lot from continuously asking questions. And not and it's not about um being skeptical or disbelieving what your peers have written, but But it's about continuously trying to build up whatever knowledge is already there. Oh, mm. Yeah, so it can get quite difficult because a lot of things have already been done. Yeah. But on the flip side, there there are also a lot of things that people have never found out about, about everything, like maybe due to resources or even Mm. questions that previous peers have not asked before, you know. So, with the giant clam, when we talk about... So, it was an honest student for my mentor.
3: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Honours project for my mentor. And then she just decided to take it all the way To her, through to her PhD. So, because nobody has really worked on the giant clams before, there were like a few before her, but nobody really did like an intensive study. Oh. So she decided to, okay, I I will go and figure out how many clams, like, we have in our waters. Yeah. So she really went out, like, she went to, f- went diving, so we went to all the different islands that we know, went to <laughs> no, dive, no, and you, then man, actually really went, count. yeah, really, really, she really went <laughs> to, but because it's so, so little, right, it's not that difficult to count, because they huge, oh. first of all. <laughs>
1: so how big is a giant clam, like? Like
2: the parts. ones that are currently in the waters that we know of Are about like 60 60 oh. centimetres wow.
1: Yeah it's quite big
2: 60 to 70 cent And that is wow. already like wow. quite an Old giant clam
1: Okay yeah. By old How how old is Old
2: yeah. Okay lah this one oh. I don't know also okay, okay Unless we Yeah nobody knows Nobody knows how old wow. They are The mysterious
0: giant clam <laughs> yeah.
2: So to her, she was already gonna work on her honest project was on giant clams, so she decided to take her PhD further and to just see all try to figure out how many there were, and then we realized there weren't very many. Yeah. Mm. And that it was possible to if we could try to repopulate the the species. the, the species. Yeah. Wait, mm. so and how many
0: islands do you all go to in like around Singapore?
2: It's a very good question. But I have no idea how many she went to, and I actually should know how many islands we have. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's just give a random number <laughs> seven. Okay. <laughs> uh, Five, yeah, so okay. she went to those a few, several. few islands. <laughs> okay. Uh yeah, and so that was quite an extensive job, Okay. Okay.
1: Too. So Maybe how counting. how did you like go from that to? The breakwaters, um, project.
2: Um, so after so our so we're, all our research is grant based, so it's always mm. like, uh, I want to say like by years lah. So if the grant is oh. like a year, you only have like a year long project. Oh. So for us, we are also always constantly trying to find new. Especially someone of my level. We don't talk about those who have already done a PhD and who are doctors. Mm. Like someone of my level, right, that is just a research assistant maybe doing her master's. Mm. Like we try to get on board with whatever is available. Mm. Mm. Of course, if you... Of course, you don't get on board with something that you completely don't... have no interest in. But at the same time, you don't want to... You don't want to be so picky yeah. right. About the, right. the jobs that you're given right? Right. Yeah, really, You have to be already, realistic yeah, So we're already in a field that we like And we know how to do mm. The topics itself is just <laughs> Topics or <all> like you <laughs> The skills are still the same You know right. like yeah For sure certain things you still need to go and um, Read up more Especially mm-hmm. if it's a completely new field So like this CVO was a completely new field for me But it um. But I was interested in it Also because uh, Or rather it was good for me Because I, w- I was able to do my master's And be a research assistant mm. On the same project at the same time
3: Oh
2: Yeah
0: So you're a master's student now? Yeah Oh okay, okay.
2: Together with yeah, So I'm working and I'm also a master's student uh, On the same project
0: And your focus is on sea
2: w- On yeah. sea walls yeah. okay. So it is, it's is an interesting like, I guess to me Why I would choose or why I decided to go forward with Seawall is because it's a very it's a very urban topic. It's a yeah. it's a topic mm. that is currently happening not currently happening but is very apparent in like, our current lives. Yeah. Right? And it will we will be it will definitely be like reclaiming land yeah. for in for a future, while. Yeah, yeah, in the future. And it's and if we don't have um like a clear plan of how we can, of how we can like help the development move forward, right?
3: Yeah.
2: Then it's, it's like very sayang, because we have the expertise and at the end of the day, we want whoever is in charge of the blueprint or like yeah. the blue plan or whatever, to take on our suggestions and integrate them together with the actual recommendation.
0: Mm. So do you all work with government authorities?
2: We haven't worked with them yet. Okay. Um. But so that is what we need to be focused on now, also, oh. is to make sure that our research works Right. before we can collaborate with them. Because if it doesn't work, then they take on, then also, <laughs> <laughs> like, it makes no sense, right? So we have to make sure that whatever we are pushing out uh, eventually is working long. So our main job now is to make sure that these.
0: Your recommendations so, like, yeah, are yeah So proper. basically,
2: what we're okay, but like, so what we're actually doing is we're creating all these tiles mm. to be fitted onto the seawall. Oh, okay, okay, Yeah, so these tiles serve as habitat, shelter, right, right water heating features for mm. the seawall. And we have to show that it works before we can pitch it to... Who's in HDB? Uh, I don't know. What about Right, So before we do that, then we have to show like, actually these, like, right. these things work and if you want to build new seawalls in the future instead of building them, and then we yeah. put them on top, why don't you integrate our designs into the actual seawall oh. that you're going to make?
1: OK, I have a question. Like, Because you were talking about how a lot of the research is, uh, the work that you guys do are very grant-based. Yeah. And let's say you have all the resources you can, and all these grants are gone. What would be something that you would want to do? In terms of like marine ecology Or maybe not even that Like something you would want to do yeah. With If Personally, you had unlimited funds
2: Yeah Or something I want with yeah. Unlimited funds So yeah. still research or not research anymore yeah. up
1: um, to you Whichever
2: <laughs> Wow very <laughs> I don't even know eh I cannot I mean like Recently I've been thinking about like My My future mm. In um In this field And I don't even think I would want to do a phd i don't think it's really for me so i'm oh, actually i don't know eh. don't put it one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really don't know what I'm <laughs> gonna do. it's a, Wait, why,
0: why why don't so, you want to be a so, phd student
2: um a lot of things like, like so i think i started out very passionate
3: mm.
2: about this and it's not that i've lost my passion but i feel like i'm a very i want to say like logical person but
3: Realistic? So like
2: in terms of yeah, realistic. So I can see that there are just like everything is not black, black and white. Okay. Mm. Like there are obviously pros and cons to conservation. There are pros right. and cons to research. Like not everything is bad. Like I wouldn't like to some people like zoos mm. are not a good way to hold animals. But to me, yeah. it's a uh, it's like a necessary evil. Yeah. you know yeah. okay. so because of like all these things right like I do feel a bit I wouldn't say jaded but just a bit more like mellow on mm. on what I actually really want to do for yeah. for the in my own research like I yeah. don't think I have a for now I mean who knows maybe suddenly I'll have like a some
0: <laughs> epiphany moment mus- ideas <laughs> yeah <laughs> But for now, you would say that you're just a little bit more uh, realistic and about the, you know, the different boundaries that you're able to work in right yeah.
3: now. Uh. Okay.
2: For sure, I la, yeah. I think it's just more like, and honestly, obviously, when it comes down to it, it's always about money, right? And yeah. Mm. Like, I'm not sure how long I'll be able to, of course, if you say la, like, there's no need for chasing grants, then, yeah. then, yeah, actually, honestly, then I would be able to, to, Stay in this field right. I think it's the fact that you Constantly have to Come up with New ideas
3: mm,
2: In yeah. a very short amount of time Or like mm. You have to I don't know like Be able to f- Fulfill like your Whatever you plan to do Within yeah. a certain amount of time yeah. And a lot of the time It's not realistic
3: yeah, yeah. I think difficult.
0: a lot of people don't realize that because, like, we, mm. I, I would think, oh, a research assistant just does whatever research they want to do, but yeah. we don't realize, like, oh, this is dependent on grants, and that is dependent on how you pitch the idea. Also, yeah,
2: yeah exactly, and okay, also usually, okay, la, But usually, the people that do the grant stuff are the doc- those with like okay. PhD already or like the professors. Mm. Like, we don't really have much um, input, I would say. Mm. So. So academia, I would say academia works for those who really want to pursue like a PhD and want to go into like a professorship or whatever lah, even as a lecturer. Because if you have the passion and you really have like a lot of questions and you have a lot of things that you want to find out, then Mm. you will have a never-ending supply of ideas or grand ideas, you know.
1: Right. Yeah, Um, but I think it's definitely something like everyone faces early in their career like what yeah like the passion to remain in the field that that self doubt <laughs> in terms of yeah. whether you want to continue to pursue it um, i think uh, yeah you're definitely not alone in that and yeah
0: two of us for example <laughs> <laughs> we also yeah,
1: jaded and, Jitter. And, but i think the work that you have done and um and you're still doing it's mm. it's beneficial to the environment and I think no matter what decision you you will make it's still it's still something good it's something good for for the environment and for this these marine creatures Mm. and Mm. yeah i hope so yeah it's definitely normal to to feel this way and Mm. we are being bogged down by all this like bureaucracy of um, academia can be definitely (laughs) quite disheartening (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, and I also, and so it's not like I don't have any passion, right, mm, or like, yeah. any ideas, but I think just generally, like, how realistic am I, how realistic are my ideas or passion that I can continuously do that for, like, the rest of my life, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. like, it's not uh it's not like a corporate job where it's, unless the company closed down, like, you're pretty much, yeah. you know, like, and so, in this case, it's either... Yeah, also, as a, a research assistant, it's either... Because I don't have a say, right, in what... Um, say what grants I want to go yep, yep. after. After my two years is up, I'll have to find another grant that someone already has, that someone has already, like, pitched for. Oh. Mm. And so, it does... I mean, you can try to go towards the same uh, feel,
3: Yeah.
2: And if you end up, like, jumping quite a bit, like me, lah... Which isn't a bad thing because you really pick up like a lot of skills also but you do end up kind of having like an identity crisis (laughs) because you don't suddenly you're not sure like what your expertise is yeah whereas if you like go through like the full like the doctor yeah your whatever right and then you become an expert in something and then Mm. you have the power to continue pushing for your own research
1: this I, i feel that can definitely be true in academia but i think not so not as true as in the real world. Mm. Like recently, we, we spoke to... Um, Nigel and I, we spoke to one of our friends, Pravin. Yeah. And we discussed this thing called like the skill stack or the talent stacking mm. where you learn things from different fields. Like mm. it can be unique things. Like you could probably add maybe comedy or, or, or even like, like coding public to... Speaking or public or speaking. Public speaking yeah. to like marine ecology and you have this unique skill set that only you have with your right. personal... Um, unique take on on it and i guess because academia is so like mm. specialized you become professor in one field yeah. it can definitely be tough to i guess progress Breakout in terms out of, that, of yeah. Um, research yeah, no, yeah that.
2: that's true so, like, for sure. Um, for
0: sure yeah. and you've done like what plant molecular genetics as well right <laughs> <And> no <laughs> <laughs> no, man. no no as an intern I thought you
2: studied oh, as like Oh intern yeah, yeah 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 But like no But like Your <laughs> intern work is I wouldn't count it. Oh, okay. I would count it As work experience Okay Because like Or right, via lab experience But I wouldn't Consider myself uh Someone who knows Very much about Plant molecular Oh <laughs> Yeah
0: But at least you have The experience That you can say That you, you have studied <laughs> <laughs> it's, Yeah It's true lah Wait what's your What's your So what's What has been your favourite Sort of Uh uh, I don't know wildlife to study project. about. I mean, uh, yeah, f- f- favorite project.
2: So far, so before I worked on this seawall one, I was working on urchins, sea urchins,
3: oh.
2: and I would say like that is by far my favorite because I, for that particular project, I was basically given like almost full reign on how to. On 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 the entire on my own project. Yeah. So I be, so I really and so it's quite similar to the plan project where it's like a lot of wearing like Mm -hmm. wearing babies, except that with the urchins right like I really could do it all by myself like I Mm. I had to do it all by myself like in terms of like figuring out a lot of like the parameters so and when we actually managed to of course I have people helping me for mm -hmm. sure I'm not saying I did it all like when I (laughs) said I did it all by myself like I really (laughs) had to think and figure out a lot of things for myself like nobody was really like compared to the giant clam right there was already like a whole whole protocol and people already Mm -hmm. knew how to do it it's just like okay just follow these steps right Mm. but with urchin nobody really knew so it was a very ground up effort and when Mm. we actually when i actually had babies like when i had living babies urchin babies babies, uh. babies, (laughs) i was very proud of it and it's still today like my my most um, proud Mm. accomplishment yeah
1: and and it's definitely unique, like, I, yeah. I... I I, don't know, like, I've never thought much about sea urchins except when <laughs> yeah. they're on, in front no, of me. <laughs> now yeah. I feel bad. <laughs> so the, wait, not, where... Not, now the picture where, of sea urchin babies are in my <laughs> head now, yeah. I don't know if I can. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot
0: eat sea urchins anymore. Wait, so where are these urchins? Can you go and visit them?
2: Can! Actually, um... Okay, so they're not uh, very easy to find. Oh. Because... Okay, when you think of the urchins, I think a lot of people also think about the black ones.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that
2: are super freaking scary and they hurt. The ones that I work on are a short spine and they like bury themselves in the sand, oh. and they like to cover themselves with things. So you can go and f- try and find them now when you go on like intertidal walks.
3: Okay. At
2: the beach, at, at more, just be okay. very careful.
0: At Ubin, yeah. there is it.
2: Um, Actually oh, I don't way. know That I can debauch this called okay, okay. Right. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, later.
1: <laughs> we'll You'll find, find ourselves. Hunt them down.
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I explore Then i take pictures and show you.
2: But honestly, like I think the way for like Singaporeans or the public, if they want to find out what animals we have, right? Yeah. Just go to the beach at like super suit, like the lowest height you can find.
3: Oh. So
2: and then obviously wear shoes, don't go barefooted. do
3: right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> and be just like open your eyes. Like you don't need like, you can just stay in a very small area, right? And mm. like, zoom in.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. So, don't
2: do a big sweep, don't do a general. Obviously, you, if you generally just look around, right, you cannot see anything.
3: Yeah.
2: So, if you just like go down to the set and, and actually, you don't even need to dig sometimes. And it's just, and once you see one, right, it can be any kind of animal, it can be like sea cucumber or oh. an urchin. The minute you find one, then you realize, oh my gosh, oh, I see a lot of it around me now.
0: Oh, so that is Wait, like the best anywhere. Way to go and... Just like go East Coast Park also. East Coast just... Park, yeah. Uh, okay. Changi
2: Beach also can.
0: Okay, thanks right. for the
2: hints. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we, we spoke earlier about your favorite project, but I also mm. want to ask: like, have you had like a favorite failure? Oh, um, ha! Favorite
2: failure. Like, favorite. like how
1: has so by that I mean like how has a failure or like something you thought that was a failure? Like mm. set you up later to succeed at something, because I'm sure with your work there's a lot of mm. experimentation lot of research yeah. that goes into it, and I'm sure there's some fa- failures, fail experiments, air, yeah, yeah. Air, air quotes. Um, yeah, is there any like favorite failure you have? I don't think it has to apply strictly to your research, but maybe in your work in general, or even if your your life. You if you wanna talk about that.
2: Uh, favorite <laughs> failure? I've never even thought about. <laughs> <laughs> Any failures It's <laughs> like a, um, a Failure maybe, I think Maybe uh, something In zoology class
1: <laughs> Or like Was that I mm. don't know Like for me I feel like If I were to do The work you do I'll be so like Pressured to save <laughs> Habitats and lives <laughs> yeah. And like mm. Has that gotten to you before?
2: I think I think it hasn't gotten to me Because it was always like Sort of ingrained In my work my ethos mm-hmm. It's just sort of like Everything that I'm doing Is to Protect And like Save the habitat And yeah. try to keep it as um, I don't know As pristine. I wouldn't say pristine Because okay. it's not And like There are some things That we also do That are also very like Just in general right Whatever we do It will never be It will always in some right. way Harm Okay. Environment. Yeah. But like, I think in terms of failure. uh, Yeah. Okay. I mean, to me, okay, so the the entire Urchin project, right, I think from start to finish, I never felt um, like that accomplished, to be honest. Right. So like, because like you said, like, so because this was like a ground up thing, right, everything I had to do like multiple times to even get the urchins to spawn also I had to do it multiple times before oh something even worked. Mm. And then even when we got got it to work, then trying to fertilize the eggs also took like many, many, many tries. And then like even like getting like a few babies and then getting them to live (laughs) also took many many tries.
0: (laughs) Several babies died. Several
2: (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) So I think all in all when I was going through the whole process of it, right, I just always felt very like ah, I'm just like damn lousy. Like I cannot get this okay. to work. Like this mm. is not working. Like it's already been blah blah blah. How many months? How many months? How many months? And I still cannot get it to work. It's been like blah, blah blah blah, and it was I think only in it was very it was definitely like a in hindsight sort of a situation oh. mm. that like when I was say handing over all my stuff to the next um research assistant and then like looking back at how much work I've actually done and how much I've actually accomplished within the year and even though with all these failures and all the setbacks and even though I had maybe a handful of babies that survived or whatever but the fact that I could get those babies and then get those babies to live and then produce more babies then that was like... Then the only then then I felt like oh actually know what I I feel like I did a very good job like right. I don't care what <laughs> anyone else thinks lah. Maybe maybe it wasn't great, but <laughs> I did feel like okay, so just shouldn't. Then I I guess I just sort of like brought it into my new work and I just tried not to feel so um down about every little thing mm. that didn't really go my way. Right, like to me, it was always like oh. I, I was given so many months And I didn't do anything But like in hindsight Actually It wasn't even that many So maybe <laughs> I You know It was like Oh it was only three months You know But in the moment Like oh the three months Seemed like Oh my god like Super- Such yeah. a long mm. time That I yeah. couldn't figure out anything So I sort of tried To bring that mentality Like it's not about like The Like don't fixate On On like how much It wasn't working Within such mm-hmm. a Short time Yeah So Yeah like I can think that was a
0: yeah, that's, that's a good that point.
2: That was yeah, yeah, that was I think of uh, the most that helped me grow. I think as a
1: yeah.
2: like a researcher.
1: Yeah, I think that's yeah. a good lesson for all of yeah. us to learn yeah. that that we look so much at the short term gains and short term goals. Yeah. Uh, but it's only when you look back, like a few months later, a year later, then you realize how far you've you've come. Yeah, for like, sure. Yeah. Like for us for this podcast, we we started two months ago and I think the first episode, we all thought it was crap. Yeah, it was Um, pretty shit. Yeah, and maybe it was. (laughs) But, and and we kind of wondered like who would ever listen to us. Yeah. But in the end, we found out that there were a good amount of people that listened to the full episode at time. Mm. And Mm. I think that was really uplifting for us to actually look back two months later and see, wow, actually people have spent like hours of their life (laughs) listening to us, listening to us talk. (laughs) And yeah, I, I definitely, to your point, it's It's hindsight is always twenty twenty, and and I think getting trapped in that moment, very often you you won't feel good about it. Yeah. And in that case, like, is it um, whenever you feel overwhelmed or like you're unfocused or you feel down? How, what do you do for yourself to help uplift yourself? Do you like take a step back and look at the situation? Okay, actually, well being. At least <laughs> I, I raised 10 babies <laughs> So that you don't smoke so uh, much
2: <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I don't really know like, like, I think when I think it's hard for me to say Because when I do feel that I'm in a rut right, I really get stuck
4: hmm.
2: And sometimes it only I I think like, I guess it's going to sound very cliche But it does work when When you talk to um If you have like very encouraging co workers or mm. someone that you actually like look up to or you know that someone's better and
3: yeah.
2: And like you have somebody to sort of voice these concerns. Out. Even though sometimes you just need someone to like lie on you, right?
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> like having mm. someone that you that you trust that when they lie on you you like actually can believe their words. Mm-hmm. I think it's very important to have that sort of people in your life though. so right. yeah. So having
0: like, a support system. Uh. Yeah,
1: seeking yeah. out your support system. And- I guess your helping law. them Them helping you Give you some perspective on, Perspective,
2: yeah On your especially, life Especially, yeah Especially if someone If it's someone that um, Like, like I said If it's someone that you mm-hmm. look up to mm-hmm. Right And so when they're like it's, Then people tend to also like Relay their, their own Their own um, uh, Like situation back to you, right yep. And they'll be like Then you actually feel like Okay, like It's, it's actually really not so bad Like <sighs> Everyone really goes to a lot of the same
3: yeah, for situations. Sure. She,
2: yeah. It's really about how how well you take it, law and and how much you want to believe that. Okay, after this talk, right then, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, mm, I'm gonna mm. make it happen. You know.
1: In your field and in your area, like, do you receive any bad recommendations or advice in terms of like your area of expertise? Because I guess yours is quite um, scientific oh. and research based. Like, are there any yeah. p- points of time where people like told you something that you should do, and you and you think that way? that's that doesn't sound right?
2: Uh, yeah, of course. But then also at the same time, um, so okay, cause like in my specific, so in my lab, a lot of us are say very experimental. Mm. So and we're also all very hands on. Like we will make the whatever contraption that we need to make ourselves. Mm. Right. And um, in that situ, in that sort of situation, right? Everyone has like different ideas about how mm. uh, how you should go about doing it, blah blah blah. Yeah. And it's also human nature, right? That you wouldn't really want to listen to anybody, and then mm-hmm. you just do it yourself.
3: Yep.
2: And then realizing that oh, like, like my the bad recommendation is my own recommendation, <laughs> and then like figuring out okay, like yeah, I will use. So and so's like Way of doing And see how mm. it goes Yeah mm. And then It's a lot but I think trial and error also mm. With a lot of like Experimental design Specifically So of in, mar- in marine Okay like, I think just research in general Like mm-hmm. with the experiments Everyone will have What we Like we call it An experimental design it's, it's, be, it's Like a protocol That you come up with yourself To do The experiments Yeah mm-hmm. And there are certain rules That general rules That you have to follow And a lot of the times You can Pick bits and pieces out From Other people's work Mm -hmm. And you And so it's not so much Like people will give you Bad recommendations It's that People will have Different recommendations And you And you just have to Make sure that It follows like The general rule of Like Of Of having a good Experimental design Right there's so it's so more many. important that mm. you
0: have people that you can work with in in a like like
2: oh of course of yeah. course like our yeah the lab that i'm in is like we do pride ourselves okay. on being able to get along very well with each mm, yeah. other and uh and everyone will really so even though a lot of us are all on different projects
3: mm-hmm. yeah
2: a lot of us are um, most of us are very happy to like, talk about it. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I need, I need help. Like, you know, you you did your experiment on this, 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 right? And I'm going to do my experiment on this, yeah. this, this. Uh, I'm thinking of doing it this way, but, like, do you have any ideas? Mm-hmm. So, sometimes mm-hmm. they can, a lot of them can tell you, like, good points because they also have been through it. Yeah, And so, that is more so, like, the, the kind of recommendations that you want to take on mm-hmm. when people have... I want to say like the ins and outs of certain designs, but like, like you know, I mean, because yeah. it, so because they've done like a certain certain way before, yeah, they can tell you how to maybe tweak it, or they can tell you like what you shouldn't do, right? Like yeah, they have a certain right.
1: experience yeah. to, yeah, do that. to
2: that, to yeah, to what you also want to do for your own research.
0: So you find similarities yeah. in in your experiments and mm. and see where the framework fits, lah. Basically, yeah, right? okay. yeah, understand. Yeah. So moving on from your job to your sort of side project. Side project. Yeah. The our Singapore Reefs. Yes. Uh yeah. So can you tell us more about that and what what do you guys do? You know, how when was it started? Things like that.
2: Oh. So our Singapore Reefs started in what year is it? This year? 2020, twenty. Twenty twenty, right. I think twenty <laughs> 2016 is formed by two of my very very good friends and colleagues Um, Okay So a lot of us dive for work Not necessarily all of us but a lot of us And because we get to dive for work right is our advantage To actually being the only ones that can see what's under water (laughs) Yeah Right I mean even though there are leisure divers in Singapore You only are allowed in certain areas as a leisure right. diver,
0: oh, I didn't know. Okay.
2: Yeah, so I think you're only allowed in two islands, Hantu and Sisters. Okay. I think maybe Lazarus, but no, I'm not sure. But everywhere else, um, you need to get permits, and they're not open to leisure divers. So we get the op- we have the advantage, and we get the opportunity to be diving elsewhere. Right,
3: right. right. As long
2: as we get the proper permits, la, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And because of that, right, we get to see a lot of what was really happening underwater, so in terms of rubbish, all the trash. Mm. So all these leisure places, of course you... it will be. I wouldn't say it's clean, of course there's still trash everywhere, right, but mm. as a leisure diver, you don't really pick up on stuff like that. Yeah. But um, as someone who is working, <laughs> and you're, imagine, say, you need like a spot, right, to, to set up your experiment, And so Mm. you will have to move things And then you realise like Okay, there's a lot of rubbish here (laughs) Or like if uh, If you're working on a coral A very specific species of coral And then you realise All the corals that I go through I always got like Some kind of like fishing line over Or like some Mm. kind of like Mm. plastic bag over And it's going to affect my (laughs) My research Then you see how much How much rubbish is at the bottom on our visa, okay. so that's what um, both my both the co-founder and the founder realised, and they wanted to. And of course, when you're there, you want to pick up the rubbish also, but we don't have <laughs> okay. a lot of time. Yeah, mm. <laughs> we, our work is obviously takes priority, right? Yeah. So they decided to, and they just started as like a um as a paid thing. So whoever want to join them on the on this uh clean up, they can join them on this day, and oh. they have to pay a certain amount. And of course everyone who is the community is a very supportive budja, like, even for though then they may not be uh biologists, right? But as long yeah. as you're a diver, then you suddenly find yourself in this sort of community. Oh. And every and it wasn't hard to get people on board. Yeah. But but they but they did realize also like it's not like we cannot keep asking people to just pay for it. Right. So yeah. they so so they decided to come up with uh with with our Singapore reeves and we decided to do so much more than just pick up rubbish so that we can get sponsorship also and that would be the way to not just cut costs but completely like allow the divers to die for free if they're doing it with us and like it's so we actually instead of also like our main frame is to to do public awareness and outreach so, and like picking up trash is a, picking up trash is just one of them it's just part mm. of part of the outreach Oh, so we do a lot of um we do a lot of like atrium stuff like a lot of booth stuff like sometimes there's oh. this festival of like biodiversity then we will try to get a booth um like there's uh the the Dive Expo, we will also try to get booths. Okay. So it's just, yeah, and if there are any schools approach us, then we will do it. So I've also started branching out to like preschools.
0: Yeah, I heard you've yeah. given classes to kindergarten kids also. Yeah,
2: okay, <laughs> la, one class only. La. One class okay, one class, <laughs> one class only. still something. But, but, still something. But, Tell them yeah. about your
1: baby urchins. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, so one class, and then we brought them out to pick up rubbish on the beach. Oh,
3: nice.
2: So, nice. yeah, and it's not about like how much they pick up, as long as they, and it's really, really, really about, um, being able to talk to the kids and stuff like yeah. get it, get like it planting
0: through. a seed from mm. from a young age, la, right?
2: Yeah, and it's and it's also so we also pride ourselves on not being so um, pushy or like one oh. one sided yeah. or like on an extreme end. So we try to give a very like balanced um, perspective and education. Okay. So like. <clears throat> Like with plastic Especially when like A few years ago Plastic was such a This Big Negative thing right (laughs) And we had to And even in our Like On our outreach and our talk And stuff We Would never We would try not to Completely dismiss plastic As Mm, a It's a terrible thing
3: Okay
2: Yeah So it's just Trying to put in that balance of Of what is more important Yeah in this kind of like situation la. so it's more about like refusing and if you don't need don't think sort of thing rather yeah. than like all plastic is bad like don't it's use like, plastic it's like shaming you know?
1: yeah. Like, like yeah, lor,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah i, I yeah. feel a lot of a lot of the narrative around sustainability sometimes it can go a bit extreme yeah and sure. that can turn some people away but from away. from yeah not wanting to help but more of like fear that, yeah. that they're not helping like yeah. if i'm not helping like why why do i want to continue to do this because and yeah it's good it, i think that's a very good way to to be an exponent of um sustainability
2: yeah mm. same because to me it's also like a uh it's a linear thing right like if the minute you completely dismiss plastic mm. people have to go to people have to go to another alternative Yep. which is what, paper, which was the one thing that we were advocating for before plastic, like don't waste paper, <laughs> don't waste paper, don't, you know. So yeah, it's, yeah. so instead of trying to give that sort of narrative of like, oh, this one thing is so bad, you should use other things. Mm. It's really more about like, um, I would say like social responsibility or like um, yep. eco-awareness rather yep. than don't use.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm. So like, has there been any like especially with, with the kids, like what would be your approach if a kid came up to you and tell you and ask you like, how can they help like Mm. in their, in their lives or what would be a good way for people to start being more conscious about this?
2: Like if a kid ah, came up to
1: me. Yeah. Let's say a kid. Cause I think that's the simplest way you can put something.
2: (laughs) Help us understand Um. also.
1: Yeah. (laughs) 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 I will, will level not that that, that (laughs) high. (laughs) No,
2: no, actually I think kids are very good. Um, they are They are very good Medium
3: <laughs>
2: To sort of like I wouldn't say Push an agenda There is no Agenda wow. part to <laughs> But But to be the Starting point Like yeah. Because I think parents Learn a lot From their kids I think mm. they would Rather learn from the kids Than they would Rather learn from a Stranger yeah. You know mm,
3: yeah.
2: And I think that That sort of like Like um, Relationship makes The kids uh. Yeah, like a good good starting point also. Mm. And also because they are very easy to talk to. Yeah. Like mm. I love talking to them because I really They'll can connect with <laughs> them. Yeah. And also they're so much more fun to talk to. Like and it's not about like dumbing it down all the way, but
3: yeah.
2: but you really can just use extremely simple words and very simple scenarios for them. So for example, mm. when I when when we were doing the outreach to to the kids. We focus a lot about like the kind of animals that we have right in our and then then they'll be then they got then they'll be super interested in like oh what what is um in our ocean right and then um once once we get on that topic then it's easier to be like just sort of like oh you know like all these trash in the ocean Mm. you can give them like sort of scenarios you can give them like bottles Mm. and then you can give them Situations where Fish or like Octopus will Hide in the bottles Right And then mm. you can be like Is this a good Hiding place <laughs>
3: <laughs> No
2: you No <know>. No teacher <laughs> And then so And then just That sort of like Scenario where If you're at a beach Then Should you litter Should you yeah. Pick up rubbish That you see Because you know You can all mm. go Into the beach yeah. So you start Very Very On a very like um, Easy level like, I don't think you really need To tell them like Oh Refuse Because Whatever like, They're going to eat Whatever they want to eat right like, And yeah. everything comes in plastic You know so um, Especially in Singapore We incinerate our trash anyway So yeah. mm. It's more about like Putting it in the right place so Right For the kids Yeah but obviously Once you Hit like the adults Then you can Definitely go into more like Like a social responsibility And mm. what They have to be doing mm
1: how about so this project um our singapore reefs like what would you think is the biggest challenge in terms of that project or like maybe in general what would be the biggest challenge in helping the whole um singapore environment Society. like like marine ecology um or helping wildlife in 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 broader terms like what would be what do you see as the biggest challenge
2: the biggest challenge uh, Is always The government I feel <laughs> But mm-hmm. um, Trying to get To that stage Is difficult lah, Because uh, It's not accessible Right I mean In terms yeah. of like Wanting to push For policies Or whatever It's not as accessible oh. As you know um, Of course you have g- You have Organisations and groups Like MPARC And stuff like that They oh, do okay. um, What were you like well, I wouldn't call it A round table meeting But like mm. They get all these uh, Marine-related Organisations To help Not to help Sorry To attend this meeting And then sort of like Push Like race It's almost like A town council For like um, During groups Yeah So then that is one Because then uh, Most of the times Oh well I mean if you have Like a minister That like advocates For these kind of things Right They will sit in And Mm. then you can bring it up stuff like that But obviously at the end of the day To create like a full blown change That is very difficult But on like a more ground level On a more community level We always say um, Public awareness and outreach is The one thing that is needed the most Because and actually we do a lot A lot of outreach right It's just that it goes to the same people (laughs) So right. it doesn't reach very far. Oh, <laughs>
3: right,
2: and that right. is our one problem is how do you how do you push it so that even people who are not interested, right? Mm. They mm. know about it. They don't have to agree or they don't have to be interested in what's going on but they just have to like know about it.
0: Yeah.
2: And that's that like by far the, harded, the hardest thing to mm. Mm. to touch. Because right. even like my own yeah. friends <laughs> like y'all laugh, But like Even just having My like, my own friends Half of them know What I do And the other half Don't really know They have
0: an idea
3: Yeah
2: And it's just not it, yeah. yeah And I can And I can Post like Say a poster And be like Oh come to this event
3: right. But
2: it wouldn't Reach y'all anyway Because y'all are just not Of that uh, Demographic You know Like it just doesn't mm. Somehow just doesn't Reach y'all Or like it just somehow doesn't Or you see and you're just like
0: like, You know it's not my thing right Like I don't want to go for it
2: Which is fair enough And like even more And a lot of people Who are in the community Their friends are already In the community Mm -hmm. So there is like It's even harder to You know
1: So it's a bit like An echo chamber of of (laughs) 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 Conservation
2: Yes (laughs) For sure Like actually now the, The most I would say the most uh, Exciting thing for Non -non Non-Marine people To do is On ADEX So now like So the dive expo That was supposed to be happening Couldn't happen because of COVID So they ended up Pushing everything online And they've been having like Seminars Or like short Short panel talks A bit like this stuff Mm. Constantly But Then again If it doesn't leave the the diver dive community yeah (laughs) 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 Yeah.
0: but okay at least the dive community people they understand right yeah so then they speak to their families probably and maybe their families understand right
2: but that is same thing law is whether or not people so we are banking on the fact that people will be interested to hear you know
0: rather
2: than Mm. like like I think it would be easier if if somehow information gets out right right, and you don't even need to be interested but you just end up knowing certain things right, right. it's like almost like mm, politics yeah. like, not interested in politics also know about politics you yeah, know yeah yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah this so, yeah, so I guess be the outreach and, and the incentive for people to want to find out more is not there yet
2: no I know for sure it's not <laughs> la. and, this, they, yeah. and it's very difficult to <laughs> figure out how yeah. we can yeah. you know how why yeah, like how one, to incentivize people to
1: one thing like um we talked about on the podcast was the pink um, dollar the pink dollar
2: pink dollar yeah,
1: yeah which is because we were talking about like 377 and how to get people to actually really care about that that whole situation about, and. about
0: LGBT oh. rights and all that <laughs> yeah. So, and yeah
1: the main the main takeaway was that money was is not yeah. involved as much yet oh. and yeah, and I think it it kind of applies to this also. Like, it doesn't affect people and everyday life. It doesn't affect their wallets, yeah, yeah. and that's why it's so tough for them to actually put thought in it. And in a way, you also can't blame them because they have many other things to to protect their wallet from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that is definitely a big challenge. And for sure, yeah. every so many communities in Singapore are facing this challenge, and I don't know any one community that could break through like to a mass mm-hmm. audience about all these problems yet
3: yeah um, it and it, could off. it
4: could
0: it could it help right if you know in any way if like tourism is increased
3: <laughs> will it Eco, have an adverse effect
0: yeah will, is, is there such thing as eco-tourism <laughs> like I, I don't know maybe organizing more trips to 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 uh out bin to go and yeah. see like the I don't know, chick Jawa or whatever. Yeah, yeah
2: so like I that. think the thing... So we have like all these talks and all these groups that bring people up for all these walks Oh, okay. whatever, right? There mm. is, but it's just like... It's like a lot, it's the echo chamber lot. It's only, you only know about it if you're in the community. Mm-hmm. You don't know about it if you're outside. You want to find out about it, also very difficult, yeah. Yeah. you know? So like, on, honestly, even one, when I came back from New Zealand, I didn't even know anything about our own marine oh. community. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think that there was a community. See. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think there's also like more of the, like somehow it's impenetrable because yeah. I only got to know it because I started joining groups and I actively went to talk to like a professor mm. from anywhere. <laughs> so I looked up on the net, you know. Yeah. Then he was like, why don't you join these groups, blah, 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 blah. And like without that, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have known.
1: Oh. Right, right. Com- so it's sort of right. the entry point is a very it's small tough, entry yeah.
2: point. Yeah, and the community is huge. It's not like oh, it's so ob- obscure and so tiny oh, that yeah. no wonder nobody know. It's not. It's actually a huge community. It's just that, right. like, like what you say about, Like the
1: right.
2: yeah, getting in is just
1: yeah. I, difficult. I think a good way for these kinds of things usually is some form of content marketing in a way because, mm-hmm. like. Like for example, you said you, you would repost things about like talks or conferences, um, panel talks. And like for me, if I were to see something like that, I, w- I would think that if even if I attended, I wouldn't understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. um, Because it would be like, like I went to the our Singapore Reefs page. I saw some um, of these talks and it was about this topic, this topic. And it all sounded scientific and out of this mm-hmm. world. And, yeah, and definitely yeah, yeah. a bit out shut of reach for down. me. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> like, no, which is also fair enough, right? Because we ourselves as scientists, we know that sometimes we don't uh we don't say things in a way that is like mm. comprehensible oh, yeah, yeah. To, to the layman. Because <laughs> and I think it I think it works with almost all industries. Mm. It's like you're so intertwined with like your jargon that you also don't know what is dumbing down and what yeah. is what is layman language anymore. Yeah. So you don't want to sound, you don't want to make people sound them stupid. Yeah. But at the same time, you don't know what, you think that, oh, these words that I'm using or this this sentence structure that I'm using is very simple. Mm. But mm. you don't realise that, oh, it's not. to <laughs> so yeah. someone who doesn't know the language or the... The yeah.
1: jargon, the, yeah. the academic writing, because so much yeah. of it is steeped in academia as well. Yeah. Um, but, Cause one, why why I thought of this was I've been looking at um, different newsletters out there, and a lot of them are like have business and financial concepts. But my I feel my favorite ones were where they tied business concepts with pop culture and things mm. that were relatable. So like people would use like reality TV to explain a difficult business concept, mm. right. and that's where I actually understood. If not, if you just talk to me about this business concept, I will I will shut down.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but
1: with all the jargon, so that could be a possible um. Sure, Way like forward. I think
2: I think when Pokemon Go was like a huge, huge thing, right? Mm. One of the one of the guys in the community and the terrestrial side of things, he he came up with this whole thing about like um like what Pokemon is actually <laughs> and like the Pokemon in the real oh, real, the life real, real life counterpart. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I so one of my ex students, she is actually doing this thing now. It's called just just keep thinking, or whatever. Don't stop thinking. I have no idea, mm, but yeah, she you'll does. will find it. And we'll
0: yeah. It will post it. Yeah,
2: so she she does like she uses very so okay you know during the during politics and stuff during yep. our G
0: G yeah
2: um then James Lim did the whole cockles on my heart thing blah blah yep. and then she took that opportunity to actually talk about cockles and like the different yep. kind of cockles and <laughs> like how Seaham is actually not a cockle, it's a clam and. And so I think like She did it well Like using that sort of platform That she had Yeah Yeah To to raise awareness For different different things
1: Mm. It's tough lah It'll be tough For For you see We see that in the LGBT community This whole time Mm. And how tough is it For them to break through Yeah it's Uphill battle And Like for yourself In the last like Let's say Two three years Is there anything That new new belief or a certain topic that has helped change your perspective about this whole um, area and what would that be and how can that help other people in terms of changing their perspective on um, conservation?
2: Yeah, so I feel like, especially in this day and age, right, where um, everything has to be so busy, mm. you know, mm. like it, it is very scary also to one-to-one um, Consider yourself as a conservationist Or consider yourself as an activist Mm. Because unless you're Doing like an extremely good job right You face a lot of criticism Right Right. Like unless you You really walk the talk Which Which If we're being realistic right Every It's it's difficult to do Like you Mm. know you can do your best But you cannot completely Say go on like Like for example if you this is just an example But like if, Say if I'm advocating For like shark fin soup Right Like don't eat Blah 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 mm. And if you Build yourself Or if you, you Create this persona That okay you're like a A, a shark fin activist, activist Then people will start being like But why are you still Eating fish Why are you still eating Right Yeah. Right. Why are you not being a vegan Why are you <laughs> You know So I think That sort of Like toxic culture Then yeah. That it's becoming right is mm. it can be very educational, but it yeah. also can be very toxic. So
3: yep.
2: that sort of culture is um
0: super detrimental. Yeah, la. and yeah,
2: it, yeah and it, it makes you want to continue doing the work that you're doing, right? Or be seen as a certain way. But then you also become very wary. It's like, okay, maybe I shouldn't market myself <laughs> this way, or I shouldn't. Yep. I must make sure that everything I say is now like very
1: under that role, under the yeah. identity you have. Or
2: like, or like very grey area so that, you know, I, I'm right. seen as like, I can be seen as like, um, I understand both sides of the story, sort of a situation. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that is difficult lah.
1: Yeah. And I think it's definitely stopping people from being more active in terms of their um activism. Yeah. Like, if I were to say, like, I'm totally for the environment, but if I I'm afraid I get caught up for like tapowing something and
2: you know yeah. yeah
1: like people will be afraid of that
2: for sure for sure and yeah I,
1: I think that extreme mentality is such a yeah, it's a detrimental way of thinking for yeah. activism but hopefully you slowly change with I think education yeah. is is yeah. very important for that maybe yeah.
0: maybe our generation is fucked but then like we can still yeah the younger yeah. help the kids yeah. it's up
1: to you yeah. really to teach the kids
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one class at a time one kindergarten class at a time like, you need yeah. to-
3: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Any, any, future? I don't know. Any, pl- any future plans for our Singapore reefs? Like, what you're planning to do in in the next year or so?
2: Um, because like, of this just, COVID. It like yeah. stopped.
1: Okay.
2: We managed to only do, yeah. We well, know. Actually, we didn't even really do any um, mm, okay, cleaning up. But uh, mm. most of the time, we most of our plans always include either the dives or um uh, which because actually throughout the year right there usually will be a lot of biodiversity oh. events right mm. and we would we would actively like immerse ourselves in these events uh. okay. and also sometimes when we sometimes if we have like a like a an idea like it doesn't doesn't matter who. And we can execute it right Then we will also try to push for that yeah, So yeah. like The thing with the kids Was also very like Out of the Not we don't say out of the blue lah But it wasn't So much in line with What we were We oh. were doing at the time
3: Okay Yeah
2: And then And because also, So I had a friend Who <laughs> approached me Yeah And she also wanted to do this So I was like Okay actually this is really good Because for a long time We Me and uh, The co- 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 co-founders And we always wanted to do Something with kids But we couldn't really figure out why because also of the safe, of safety, and also oh. their kids, you see, they're not, they're not under 18. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so we try to work with people who are over 18 because consent, oh, everything okay, is, yeah, and safety. But we always wanted to work with kids, but we just never really knew how to, sort of like, go into that, into that realm. We don't know what the yeah. rules were, we don't know what was needed. So at least like, with the fan approaching me, then it was very, it was easier in that sense because they are already a preschool and they Yeah, correct. And yeah. they just needed a program and we wanted to work with them. So it was a very good collaboration. No? Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, why why is it not right. in our c- syllabus? Uh, what the fuck?
1: No.
2: <laughs> Actually, they know quite a lot of things already. It's very... Okay. Yeah, but yeah.
1: Maybe they don't know how to apply it uh, into yeah. their everyday life. Because, mm. um, like, for example, I, I kind of understood what the seawall or the um mm. c- bre- I didn't know there was like a Habitat on it We kind of We learned it in geography That what, what it's use was for um, But we didn't know How it affected marine life yeah. So I think that That is definitely missing From my education In the past yeah. And hopefully Things are slowly changing With the new um, Younger generation
2: mm. The one thing I want to add also Right Is that With the whole like The, the breakwaters And yeah. It destroying our reef And how much People don't know that we actually have a very vibrant line I wanted to add that Actually we are part of We are part of this Thing called the Coral Triangle okay. So it spans from like Australia All the way up to like Thailand And then down mm. okay. So in Indonesia and stuff like that So it's literally A cor- Coral Triangle yeah. So because we are on the equator right This Coral Triangle is the, the place where It has like the most amount of corals Anywhere else in the world
1: Oh, wow,
2: and wow. we are actually very fortunate to be just a a bit part of it. <laughs> right. Like our 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 small toe reefs, right? We are part yeah. of this coral triangle, and that's why it's even that's why I think we have to work harder more than say any other countries like yeah. America, mm. for instance, right. to 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 protect the reefs because we are we have or we had the potential or we had like all these really really. Vi- we had like very vibrant coral reef system Yeah right. And we didn't I, did, we I didn't, didn't, know, didn't know Yeah so <laughs> we didn't know And we and took it for granted And then we basically faced them out right, Because we were taking them all away And we're not like Thailand and Indonesia Where we have like so much land And so much coastal yeah. area yeah. That like it doesn't matter if we Oh we reclaim this land There's still a lot of coral on the other side You know yeah. like
1: A <laughs> small piece of coral is, yeah. is ours And like You know what like My secondary school his name was Coral Secondary School. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was my second. And <laughs> to that point, it closed down like two years ago. Mm. So even like, like the corals. <laughs> the corals there are like like facing gone. erasure. Yeah, facing man. erasure. Every on our every every coral is like getting cancelled. <laughs> from my uh. school to the actual reason, yeah, I'm like even my school's name was Coral Secondary School. I didn't know anything about corals. Mm. Um, I didn't know how these breakwaters had corals or like. Singapore was part of a coral triangle. triangle. Yeah, and that just makes me realize how much information don't know. I don't know <laughs> about this.
0: Yeah. Wait, so so is it possible to get it all back?
2: Get it all back? I uh, know, yeah. uh, it's not possible. No, oh, fuck. No. <laughs> <laughs> we can. Okay, okay. I wouldn't say. It, okay, it sounds very bleak, right? But yeah. actually, like in actual fact. Because we have made our environment so harsh for the corals, right, with our land recognition, with all the being a pod, right, so like wave action, sounds from the boat itself, like all these are contributing factors to it being a very harsh condition, harsh environment.
3: Yeah.
2: The upside of it is that we actually have managed to create an environment so harsh that our animals have adapted to it.
0: So we have created so, harder <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> so
2: they are very hardy. They are yeah. actually very resilient. Okay. And like they are, I, w- uh, like, I would even say they're more resilient than like the corals in Australia, because <laughs> every time there's like a bleaching event with the corals, y'all know what yeah. a bleaching event is. So all the corals like die and become oh, white. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then and that happens when temperatures are high, mm. and. Mm. If there's no food If there's no uh, sunlight It's just stuff like that Yeah But And we also see bleaching Quite often Sometimes But Not as often as Say Australia would see Mm. Bleaching Right Because our Our corals And Are already so used to like Higher temperature Low light Lack of food
0: And, (laughs) And they're the same breed
2: um, Ish? same species, oh, okay, yeah, okay. I would say similar species, but okay. I think just generally, if you look, you obviously if you go down to species, yeah, you'll find that some are also less resilient than others. Oh, okay, okay. But just right. as a whole, the ecosystem as a whole, they are definitely much more... Um, Resilient, or no? because they're yeah. so used to it already, and it's survival of the fittest, right? So if you cannot survive, <laughs> then you will die. One, but if you survive, then you can survive, and your offspring will survive. You know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds so, like battle royal.
2: Yeah, so we can. The upside is okay, la, I mean, I wouldn't say we can restore it back to its original state, but we can yeah. definitely um do things which M Parks is also do, already. Doing. Yeah. Can put in um. Sort of like. Mm, like mediating uh, Strategies also Okay Yeah They right. can help They can help They'll Encourage More corals to grow
3: mm. On oh.
2: Whatever la, on Whatever they've made Whatever substrate Whatever structure You know
0: Okay So it's not all doom, I mean, doom and gloom It's not la. La. Yeah Okay
1: We still have the baby urchins Whatever <laughs> 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 that, that <laughs> you are already. Yeah <laughs> Don't go hunting for them, leave them alone. <laughs> yeah, please. Leave it to the professionals. Yeah, yeah, I, have, I have one more um, oh yeah, one question. More question. Um, yeah, you spoke about Poseidon and meeting him in your dream as a child.
2: <laughs> no la, oh my god, okay, no. <laughs> I didn't want that. You left
1: that out, you left that out <laughs> at the start. I was wondering <laughs> <Yeah>. why. <laughs>
0: La, the it stupid the, 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 in, the info was just yeah It was just a prank Not a prank <laughs> la, My friend made the me, She made the The like information sure
2: for me <laughs> <laughs> Why
3: don't you change it Hello It's been there for ages <laughs> no, Now the whole world but it's knows so really.
1: funny. <laughs> Yeah it's quite funny <laughs> Where can people um Find out more about Helping um, Conservation
0: yeah. Shout out to your handles yeah, is
1: Ooh. there any are there any resources to <laughs> for people who want to learn more?
2: For people who want to learn more, um, okay, wait. there are a lot of resources and a lot of groups also that people can go to. Toddycats Cats is one. T o d d. I can send you all the links later, but I'll just say it first. So Toddy Cats is one. Mm-hmm. They are a more general, uh, volunteer group. So they do okay. everything from terrestrial to marine. Oh. So I think that's a very good like. Mm, Entry level, sort of like a group to enter mm. Mm. And you can learn everything like uh, They... M- the toy kids are mostly like volunteers for when There's like a conference or um There's a... There's an event going on oh, okay. And then, so, yeah uh, There's one They can go to St. John Island National Marine Lab
3: okay. If
2: they want to Touch, touch some animals. Cause like We can go pool. to
0: Saint John's Island. As yeah, well. but you
2: but it's yeah. a very small gallery, la,
0: but, oh, okay, okay.
2: but y'all can go. Okay. But You just we'll have to do an excursion. Just yeah. <laughs> 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 Just have to be prepared for. For what? <laughs> for like a very quick. It's a very fast thing. It's very oh, quick, okay. thing, yeah. So you won't spend a lot of time there. But it's a. It's also another easy way, lo, to to right. to.
0: Okay. To learn the Pakish podcast will organize an excursion. I've to have e- been San John Island. Yeah, <laughs> neither have I. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's open. So there's like the entire the entire place is a uh, research facility, but there's only one okay. part that y'all can go to, which is the gallery. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um. The museum touch. is uh, we. There's a museum in NUS. Okay. Called the Lee Kong Chian Natural History Museum.
0: Oh, is oh it, is that open we don't know. Yeah.
2: is I think it is I think it is I have Open no idea, to public also, so the museum yeah. okay is always open to public. It's just that okay. during this COVID thing, I, right.
3: Yeah, okay, we'll check. Sure
2: yeah, but it's open to public. Who else? So the let me find the Facebook is called Just Keep Thinking. Oh, okay. Okay. So the one also quite interesting can like just. So all these thinking. all yeah all these are all not very scientific um pages. The mm. scientific ones can be. So the ADEX, I think ADEX have been quite scientific in that sense. Uh, yeah. A lot of their talks, like you said, all like all very uh, technical. Yeah, there are quite a few. Um, okay, there's this group called the Young Nautilus. Mm, they bring people Nautilus, out. Okay. Yeah, they bring people out for, uh, intertidal walks. But oh, they, okay. but they, but they It's a paid. It's a paid thing, uh.
3: Right. Mm, mm. Mm, mm.
2: Okay. Actually, are, So it's there are also a lot of like people that do um, If you are If anybody likes lizards and snakes
4: There's
2: a <laughs> herb society Then they will go out on, on walks and they will They will try to look for all these things So look if, for snakes? Yeah or like lizards or anything <laughs> oh like oh okay. <laughs> Nigel
0: no, that sounds like your no,
2: thing No touching of course It's a very sure. Everything is very ethical like we
3: Oh okay Really
2: go out to find things Don't touch them but just like Okay Spot no things
0: like, I
4: think
2: spot is a better word Spot, okay. spot, spot things spot, <laughs> spot things Yeah <laughs> Yeah, But uh, also if People want to su- support Local Merchandise okay. Yeah but, they, but who also like Are very Conservation Driven mm. okay. Uh, This girl Has a thing called Sea Stainable mm. mm, She does a lot of sh- She started off with like The whole metal uh, Metal straw thing mm. Bamboo straw And then now she's moved Onto bigger stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: Starting small. Like bigger, ones. bigger Starting bamboo straws bigger <laughs> or bigger. <laughs> just bigger stuff.
2: Uh, no lah. So she also does. Um. I think she's. I don't know. Selling more things. We we we'll okay. look but up. Also supporting you. more things. Also supporting more groups. Mm. Yeah.
1: Nice, nice. Yeah, it's yeah, good to yeah. hear that. There's actually a lot of resources. Yeah. I thought you. I thought you were just gonna say our Singapore reefs, but. <laughs>
2: no, yeah. no, no. So yeah, actually, the good thing is. Oh, well, the good thing about our. Or having an organisation, and you get to know other organisations also, right? and mm, everyone right. is very supportive of each other. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's, that's good to
2: yeah. hear. Yeah, and if you are a diver, then this other, sh- this merchandise person, mm. it's called Nudie and Whale. She's also quite um conservation driven. Okay. Yeah, there are quite a few lah.
0: One so of us can't swim la, so that uh, that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, any any swimming lessons to recommend?
2: <laughs> <See>?
1: <laughs> to him.
2: Actually, diving no need to learn how to swim. on oh, So you don't oh. need to be a good swimmer.
4: Okay. Just, just can you float just Kennedy, how, Kennedy.
2: Yeah. Yeah, just know how to float, know how to kick can Kennedy.
0: Okay, steady. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that wraps everything.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, thank you for the wonderful learning lesson on, on our marine <laughs> lives. In Singapore reefs <laughs> And how we can uh, Maybe do a little Small step To help Save uh, our Singapore reefs And corals yeah. As well
4: yes.
0: So Thank you Lynette You're welcome And uh, you're Tuning in to The Pakish Podcast And you can find us On all your favourite Listening platforms <laughs> I'm supposed to say <laughs> this Because uh, my, my boss here uh, Forces me to Your so boss here? Yeah. Oh as in Yeah my <laughs> boss <laughs> there Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah So Thanks. Yeah, if thanks, he doesn't, Lynette, then I will
1: electric shock him. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks, Lynette. Bye hey, you're bye. You're
1: welcome. Okay, bye bye. you.